uh, as I mentioned before at the beginning um, of the service, I'm coming back from a couple of weeks of vacation and part of that time was spent um, unplugged from the world. Um, no internet, um, no social media like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. I didn't listen to any news. I didn't even watch any TV and y'all know how much I love the TV. So yeah, there was a, there was a good chunk of like four or five days where there was, there was no TV watching or anything. It was a fireplace in a book. Um, and it, it was really nice. And that's the only word I'm going to use. It was just nice to be in, in, in that silence without the distractions. Um, and, and it was when I came back home, um, the first thing I did, one of the first things I did, uh, was, um, fire everything back up, like, you know, turn back on all the notifications, check the news. I wanted to see what I missed over the four days, five days that I was unplugged. Turns out didn't miss a whole lot <laughs> at all. The world was just as I left it for better and for worse. It was just as I left it. And, you know, that's been an ongoing struggle for so many of us. You know, I came back and, and you know, of course, the uh, COVID is still raging. Cases are up. Deaths are up. You know, there's, there's you know, a, a, a sense of, of, of dismay because, you know, things are, are locking down more and more again, like we did at the, at the beginning of all this. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're still not getting together, you know, in, 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 in person with each other for, for church and other activities. Um, and, and, and now it's like so many people are not expecting to have holidays as they usually have them. Massive family gatherings, if, if that's what you have. Uh, you know, some of us might be still inviting one or two people over. But there's, there's this sense of if we are going to try to be responsible and safe that we, some of us, may not be doing Thanksgiving as we normally do it. So there's kind of just that sense of heaviness still still there. And to go back to that quote I shared in, in the meditation, if, if this is our hyper-focus, um, then we're only seeing part of the picture, um, part of the, part of the, the, the gift I gave myself of, of un unplugging for, for those consecutive days was that, that sort of that, that oppressive weight of the, of the news and the discouraging stuff happening was for a moment just lifted. It wasn't that I forgot. We can't forget. We won't forget even if we tried, but I wasn't being bombarded with it. Um, so there was a light in there, but that's only half the picture. Uh, to read that quote again, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life, the fullness. So if all we do is, is focus on those things, then we're only seeing half the picture. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more at a time where we continue to feel like there's less available to us. Gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. And I'm sure you've seen many, many, many stories of love, of compassion, of sharing, of, of help and healing that has happened over the last few months during this coronavirus times. In the midst of all this stuff going on, there are hundreds and hundreds of feel-good stories that warm your heart that would not have happened if we weren't in the midst of this pandemic. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, there was a CEO uh, from a Texas Roadhouse, you know, the restaurant, some of you might have frequented it, 
who gave up his salary for the year in order that his employees could continue to get paid for the year after the restaurant, you know, stopped having as many customers as they did. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know the last time I heard of a CEO who decided to give up his salary for no reason at all, right? No, that would not have happened except uh, for COVID. Um, in New York City, the Four Seasons Hotel started offering free stays for, for local medical workers who were on the front lines um, treating, treating patients because there were so many healthcare workers were working all these crazy hours and, and people were coming into uh, New York earlier on, especially, um, which was the, like the epicenter. Um, so they had all these rotations of staff all the time, all the time, even more than the usual 24 hour shifts. And so Four Seasons said, here, those of you guys who are coming in from out of town, especially stay in some of our rooms. And if you've ever been to a Four Seasons hotel, but it's a pretty nice, it's a pretty nice joint. Uh, so again, given the way rooms, but this one, especially um, that I'm about to share, this one I thought was pretty cool. It was a group of teenagers in Santa Barbara uh, who realized that a lot of elderly folks weren't getting their groceries, didn't feel going safe going out in to the grocery stores to get their groceries because, you know, uh, Older individuals, especially those with pre-existing health conditions, were more susceptible to the virus. So uh, this teenager, Daniel Goldberg, he created a website. He called it Zoomers to Boomers. Uh, and basically, seniors can sign up to have their groceries delivered the next day by high school student. And because of this, when it hit the news, it inspired a lot of other teenagers in a lot of other neighborhoods to do that, to check in on their elderly uh, neighbors and people in their community to see, hey, do you guys need help getting groceries or doing any things that you usually do, but you don't wanna go and do them. And it sort of inspired just this, just this wave of benevolence and kindness and, and, and good action. And um, again, these are things that would not have happened were it not for this state of the pandemic that we are in. If we take the time to look, yes, there can be so much that we are grateful for. There's a verse in Psalms, Psalm 50, verse 23. It says, the ones who offer thanksgiving as a sacrifice glorifies me. To them who order their way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. Of course, here in Unity, we do a metaphysical interpretation of the Bible. This is not about offering any real sacrifice of anything to, to God. So the idea of, of sacrifice is uh, letting go of old beliefs, using our power of, of release, renunciation, to let go of old beliefs um, and taking on newer beliefs that support our spiritual growth, the evolution of the Christ consciousness within. That's what sacrifice um, sort of means. And when we look at the word salvation, again, let go of that old Christian thought of what salvation might be. It, it's the idea of, of when we live from and in our true Christ consciousness or divine self or God center, we are freed from limitations. Um, we are freed from what our mind tells us we can't do. Um, we are free from any of these, you know, made up barriers. And as we lift ourselves in consciousness, our world opens up for us. So the idea of the ones who offer thanksgiving a sacrifice is this idea that the that, that given thanks, uh, being in gratitude enhances our consciousness of oneness with God, which continues to free us 
from any of the limitations, especially the ones that we impose on ourselves. Because honestly, those are the only limitations that hold us back, the ones that we impose on ourselves. And yes, during this time of the coronavirus, there have been limitations put on us for our safety, and we choose to follow those. However, that does not mean that we are limited from how we can love, how we can creative in the way we share and help others during this time. If anything, this time provides us even more opportunities. This time I've heard so many people talk about during this time, they really have been reevaluating their thoughts and priorities about what's really important in life. What's really important about the way I spend my time and who I spend my time with now that it's precious and I have to be really mindful about it. In a way, the limitations kind of help free us because we had to shift our thinking and get rid of old thoughts. We are a few days before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a time when, uh, you know, we generally gather together with family and friends, share a big meal at our, at our church. We uh, tend to um, on the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, we usually have a big potluck and maybe a talent show and, and we, we feast and laugh together, really honoring and celebrating our, our spiritual community and those who participate in it. But I want to focus briefly on the word Thanksgiving because there are two parts in that word. There's thanks and there's given. And we usually focus on the thanks part, the gratitude part, and being in that energy of gratitude, which is great. Let's also not forget to focus on the second part of the word, which is the given part. In all of those feel-good stories that I mentioned earlier, and all the stories that come out of this pandemic time that warm our heart, there's usually some element of given involved. Somebody's given their time, somebody's given uh, their treasure, whether it be money or things that they own. People are donating their talents. There's this element of given that has sprung up especially at the beginning. Lately, it seems to, some, some of it seems to have waned a little bit, but, but I don't know if you remember a few months ago when we had so many musicians and so many people doing stuff online and just sharing and giving uh, these stories that I, that I read just now, there was this element that in the midst of all that was going on, the scary, scary disease that, that, that forced us to stay in our homes we found a way to still give and it helped bring us together. I'm sharing this with you because um, there's an opportunity for us as spiritual community to give in order to feel connected. You've heard about it before. The YWCA is, is sponsoring this annual Elves for Families. We get the opportunity to be Santa's helpers for two families who are in need. These two families each have three children um, uh, from an, a teenager as old as 17 to uh, an infant one year old. And we have the opportunity, those of us who are in a place to give, to help support this family during the holidays at a time where they've been severely affected by the coronavirus. So what I want to really invite you to do is, is two things. One, go to the website, our church website or your newsletter. We've even been posting it on social media. There's a link for, for YWCA Elsewhere Families on our website. Click on it and see all the items that are needed. 
they're divided into two categories for each person. There's, there's needs and there's wants. The needs are like some essential requests. The wants are kind of more fun stuff, okay? What I would like for us to do is to make sure that the needs of these two families are met above and beyond. Start with the needs and then we can maybe go into the wants. But I want you to check it that list out. And if there's something on that list that you feel you can provide, please call our operations director, Mary Jane, at the church office or email her. Her email is operations at unityontheriver.org. Church's phone number is 978-834-7830. And the reason why I need you to do this, because in the past, we had a given tree that we set up in hospitality and people will take a tag and, you know, come back with a gift. So we knew that they were taken care of, that those gifts were going to be purchased or donated or whatever. Um, because we don't have that physical tree, because we're not meeting and people can take it. We've got this list, but we need to know that you are helping us out. So we don't want like five of you to go decide to buy the same item and then we show up with five of the same. We need to know who's getting what. So I want you to take this opportunity to really honor the giving of Thanksgiving for us to be this community that every time these families uh, use whatever it is that's on this list, that they remember that they're not alone in this world, that there is a community of caring, loving, giving people who at this time stepped up and said, we, we want to share the abundance that we have. And if you're looking around thinking, well, this, this has been rough on me too. I don't have anything to give. Let's go back to that quote that I shared at the beginning. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. Gratitude is the thing that makes us realize all that we have that we maybe didn't even see in front of us before. So there's things on that list, all price ranges, all variety of products. I want you to check it out and please share. If this is not something that appeals to you, let me give you another opportunity. I don't know if you were aware of it, but this past Friday was Transgender Day of Remembrance. It's a day where we honored all the lives of transgender individuals who were lost to violence, who were murdered, who were killed because of intolerance, ignorance, a refusal to open our hearts and accept others. And there are many organizations who are uh, in need of support to help make changes in the world. Here's, here's just a few. Uh, the Human Rights Campaign, and you can look all these up, the Human Rights Campaign. Uh, there's an organization called GLAD, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. There's GLSEN, Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, and they're specifically working to end discrimination and harassment and bullying because of sexual orientation or gender identity in public schools. And it was actually started by a group of Massachusetts teachers, and it's now a national network. We've got the Trevor Project, which was the first national crisis and suicide prevention hotline specifically for LGBTQ teens and young adults. These are just a handful of organizations that are doing the work to provide a sense of, of, of support, love, so that people who are not accepted for just who they are can feel gratitude. So we can support them as well. You can support them as well. I'm an annual uh, 
I guess, contributor or member of the human rights campaign um, because I feel they, they, are, they do a work that covers a, a wide swath of people. Let's use this opportunity for gratitude and forgiven. It opens us up, opens our hearts, and it transforms the world in a, such a tangible way. It raises our consciousness. So head over to our website, click on the YWCA link, and see how you can help out. Call Mary Jane in the office or shoot her an email. Let her know what you're getting or what you'd like to get. We're also looking for folks to come in and help wrap some presents as well. Uh, I think on December 7th, all the details are up there. And if you are interested in continuing to spread your light in the world, check out these organizations that help support um, transgender individuals who are still struggling in a way that some of us will not ever be able to comprehend. Gratitude opens us up to the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Let's all be friends to each other and the community today.